Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Tuesday, May 18th, 2021. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, the political and substantive policy issues coming out of the fighting between Israel and Hamas. Number two, our latest leadership look at how Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell are doing. And number three, a sneak peek on what Chris Christie is thinking about when it comes to 2024. All right, Jake, the big story of the day is the escalating tensions and fighting between Israel and Hamas. This is playing out not only in the Middle East, but also here in Washington. Yeah, that's right. I mean, we're going to see some big substantive and uh, political issues from this fight. And I think I think we actually are just beginning to see it right now. I mean, the fighting has been going on now for about a week, hundreds dead uh, in Israel and Gaza. And a few things that have um, come to the surface, I'd say, over the last couple of weeks. Number one, the ceasefire as a political issue. Right now, Republicans are against a unilateral ceasefire. I mean, you had Mitch McConnell on the floor yesterday saying there is no uh, no reason to equate Hamas and Israel, although no one is suggesting that they are equal. And Tom Cotton said a, a, a ceasefire would be tantamount to Hamas propaganda. Very interesting point of view. Um, and Democrats at, at the at the moment are suggesting that Biden has not gone quick enough in calling for a ceasefire. He did yesterday on the phone with Benjamin Netanyahu, the Israeli prime minister, suggest he is in favor of a ceasefire, but did not outwardly call for it. Yeah, I think one of the things to watch here that is a really changing dynamic, certainly uh, on Capitol Hill, is this democratic conversation that is going on in terms of the progressive left really vocally calling out Netanyahu and standing up for Palestinians. Uh, and then we're kind of maybe some more of the traditionalists. What happens with someone like a Senate majority leader, Chuck Schumer, who has been very pro-Israel uh, throughout his you know congressional career, but has been fairly quiet uh, in the last couple of days? Yeah, and and I, I think one thing that we point out is it's going to be a tougher climb to get an, uh, an Iran nuclear deal. Why? Because Hamas is a proxy of Iran and Republicans and some Democrats, frankly, are going to argue that any money that Iran gets could go to attacking uh, Israel from Gaza, which is a is going to be a very compelling argument for a lot of people. Um, and and frankly, something that's really interesting, I think, is in the next couple of days, we're going to see that a lot of um, Democrats are calling for a pause or a handful of Democrats at this point are calling for a pause on new military sales to Israel. That's not something we've seen in a very long time. That's not something I, I could ever remember seeing on Capitol Hill. Greg Meeks, who's been a stalwart Israel um, uh, supporter, has suggested that this $735 million weapon sale to Israel should be paused. That is a that's interesting. I mean, that is definitely a new fold in the um, in the Israel-Palestinian uh, uh, relationship on Capitol Hill. All right, let's go on to the number two story of the day. Our leadership look. It's been about two months since we checked in directly and wrote about the Senate side of things with Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell and Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer. Uh, why don't you take McConnell and I'll tee up Schumer? Sure. Mitch McConnell... Um 
is doing pretty well as a minority leader. It, it helped. It kind of suits him, although he probably wouldn't like to hear that. Um, Nobody McConnell wants to is, think is, the minority suits them. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think the donors that are giving you know millions of dollars to Senate Republicans are going to be interested in that. But listen, McConnell has. Um, is working to define Democrats and is is trying to cooperate, although very lightly, where he can. I mean, I actually, Anna, I'm beginning to think that um, an infrastructure deal could be not likely but possible, and that's one of the areas that 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 McConnell is um, is working with the White House on uh, police reform being an, a, another one. Um, but you know, I, I would say that Mitch McConnell, by and large, is um, Basically throwing whatever he can at the wall, trying to define Democrats as radical, irresponsible as he uh, approaches a, a, the midterm election. You know, frankly, McConnell is getting up there in years. I don't know if this will be his last midterm election, but he has a, a chance here with a 50-50 Senate, although with a very difficult nap uh, to win back the majority. It's interesting. Uh, a couple points I would make on that is just I think what you see both McConnell and Chuck Schumer, what they've done is really deputize people on some of the issues where there may be a willingness to find a pathway forward, certainly on the infrastructure package. You've seen Shelley Moore Capito, the Republican of West Virginia, really take the lead in negotiating that. I think we're a long ways before we know whether or not that's actually going to come to a real fruition or not. But he's also done that with um, policing when you have uh, Senator Scott really leading the charge for Republicans on those issues, uh, which I think is pretty smart because it also kind of takes out some of the toxicity that can happen when you're in leadership, when you're really just kind of there to try to oppose most things about the other party as you know, they look to try to regain the majority. Uh, I'll just say a couple points on Schumer and then I know I'm sure you have a lot of thoughts here, but you know, Schumer to me is really analogous to where Joe Biden is uh, in kind of their political um, kind of point of where, where they are in Washington right now. The first hundred days were a, a ma pretty amazing for Chuck Schumer. He was able to shepherd in this whole, I you know, COVID relief package. Vaccinations are happening better. You know, he's tired of being talking about big and bold over and over and over again. But now he's really having to lead in this 50-50 Senate, which has been really, you know, pretty difficult. And a lot of those issues that Democrats were hoping to make progress on have stalled. Uh, I also think, you know, there's been a little bit of this misstep on the whole are they going to do a you know two two more reconciliation packages? There was a lot of talk about that, but there hasn't been a lot of action. Yeah, that's right. I mean, listen, uh, Chuck Schumer has it, it, two things going on for Schumer. He has an, uh, an ambitious agenda and a um, kind of a, a rubber band holding him back, which is the fifty fifty Senate. Um, I would imagine that uh, we put it in the newsletter this morning that it's going to be a long, hot summer. I think that's the best way to think of it. It's going to be a really a grind from now until the end of the year till the end of the fall, for sure. And uh, these two, McConnell and Schumer, are going to be at each other's throats. All right. The number three story of the day. We've got a sneak peek for all of the Daily Punch listeners and Punchbowl News AM readers. Chris Christie talking to... Ruthless host Josh Holmes, Comfortably Smug, and Michael Duncan and their popular podcast. And he's making some big news on 2024. Yeah, he says he's not going to defer to Donald Trump. If he decides to run, he's going to run. Um, and that's really interesting. Um, he says, I'm not going to defer to anyone if I decide that it's what I want to do. And I think that I'm the best option for the party and for the country. 
I think if you say you're deferring to someone, that's a real sign of both weakness and indecision. So that's a little bit of a shot across the bow at his opponents or potential opponents, but also at Donald Trump, who wants people to defer to him and frankly expects it. And coming as Donald Trump is basically about to come out and start speaking much more publicly, not just putting statements out, but is going to North Carolina. There's an expectation. Maybe he'll head to Ohio. So, you know, Chris Christie's basically saying, I'm not going to let Donald Trump be the only leader of the Republican Party. Whether or not he is successful, uh, that is something that's going to be very interesting to watch. All right. Thanks so much for listening. Hit that subscribe button. Leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.